Some heroes are born to greatness, others find their way. And what our heroes have stumbled upon will change the course of their lives forever. If they were banking on this temple being just another dungeon, they have vastly underestimated the secrets of the past. A convergence has occurred that she has been waiting for. Over countless millennia, she has prepared her game. All of the pieces are now on the board. The queen sits on her throne and plays her gambit. But will these fucks pass the test? <laughs> Welcome to the Spellcast. Session, what is this? Three of Dino Island, I guess? Is this session three of Dino Island? What? Four. Session no, four. there was a prologue. There was a prologue. Okay, we didn't prologue. go to the island. Didn't go to there the was island. Boat. Yes, there was boat, then there was park, then there was bullywug antics and things, which you were not here for, and dino antics, uh, Gerald, which you weren't here for, and then. Rock learned a whole lot of magic. Then there was lizard trots. Rock so, learned so, all yes, of the magic. The fireball. So, yes, so the, there was lizard trots. Rock tribe. cast a unicorn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so yeah, so yeah, so it is like session four of this. You guys started off. I was happy that I have hit points now. Yes. You guys are still level three. Yeah. You recently conversed with three new NPCs. Well, a few new NPCs. Uh, Bartholomew Blackstone, the archaeologist slash. Paleontologist, whatever deal. Harper. But yeah, you met uh, Tigel and Mulio, the two fucks, who. <laughs> Original characters do not steal. Yeah. <laughs> not characters at all. Who. One, one's just a mandolin playing dude, and the other one's just a dude. As far as. Tandolin. Yeah. Tandolin. Tandolin. Bandolin. You described them as completely different for me. I I'm just now making the connection. Now you are. Yeah, now you are. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh. Uh, Who is that? Oh, yeah. Uh, everyone. Charlotte. Charlotte. Everyone. Charlotte, introduce yes. yourself. Hi, I'm Charlotte. Uh, I'm an actor based in New York. Yeah, she um, is. I, I played D&D &D a lot in middle and high school, mostly second edition. A little bit of 3 and 3.5. Then I took a big break. I played fourth once, and this is my first time playing fifth, and I'm excited. Well, good. We're glad to have you. Welcome to the table. Um, we'll introduce your character when yes. they meet the character. Yes, 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 yes. So that so as, she's not. We're not just hearing hop, 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 shriek, thud, hop, 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 Right. No, 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 not yet. Where we left off, you guys just got into. Gandhi will remember this. Ow. Gandhi will remember this. Um, <laughs> Tessa took took five points of, of like a uh, little bludgeoning damage, which uh, which Bartholomew and then the two dudes are like Bartholomew had like one one potion with him and he gave it to you, but that was the only support you're gonna get. <laughs> I have I, you supposedly have some potion. Well, that's okay. He, he can have one curing spell. 
You can have one curing spell. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, okay, okay. Bartholomew. Yes, Bartholomew can get one curing spell. I know how Hal thinks about Harper's, so I understand and I, I like that. Uh, I, I tend to think of Harper's in a similar I don't think any light. of the rest of us get how Hal feels about Harper's. It's just a, a character quirk. I doubt most people would share his view. Right. So, you guys landed in the room. I didn't do a very good job describing the room last session because we were getting towards the end of the session. Because it was game. dark. It was dark. Because people are hurt. Yes. When you are able to stand up and look around the room and finally get an idea of where you are and adjust your eyes to the light, and the light, what little light is pouring in from the shaft above from the noon-ish sun, you find that you're in not only the second tier of the Temple Pyramid, but the middle of the second tier of the Temple Pyramid is a mini church temple altar thing. Mm-hmm. Our alchemist. Our alchemist. Is that Alka-Seltzer? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm just letting it happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So Ron is for making sure his ingredients are up to snuff. And you guys look around and you notice that there aren't necessarily pews, but there are dilapidated stains on the stone floor in certain oddly rectangular squarish patches on the floor. And you also see an altar, like a medium-sized altar, over... That's what that says. ...behind you on the west side of the dungeon, the left side kind of behind you from where you entered. So if you fell directly through the hole after walking up steps, it would be directly on your left. Hold on. Is anyone with me on this? It looks like a tar. Or like, like it has a tar. Or like A plus A R or just A. Oh yeah, A plus R, A plus R also looks like A. Oh, that's your altar. Oh. There was limited space. This drawing pro. I'm I'm using windows. To be fair, he was writing vertically. Yes, thank you. Thank you for being on my side, Mike. I pre here. Take inspiration. Take inspiration. I'm certainly not kissing up for inspiration. Uh, I'm so taking inspiration. Of course you are. You're gonna need it. Oh what? Uh, (laughs) And I think the last decision you guys made was to walk off away from this room, unless you guys want to change your mind. I have drawn on the map where you decided to go through what seems to be the main entrance to this congregational area. There are also two wings, uh, like hallways off to the wings that you can take back behind the left and right of the altar. Before we go, can we get a closer look at the altar? Yes, you can. Yes, you may. First off, those stains, is there any kind of like indications of like no, no, it is. It does not look to be blood. Is it just it, worn? Make me an investigation check uh, if you want to look at it. Do I need to pull out my dice? Fourteen. How? You notice that it's not blood. It's degraded biological material, some sort, probably plant fibers. Okay. It looks as if it's went past the stage of dust and has literally stained the floor in odd rectangular patches. Okay. From this, you can gather that there there were probably rugs here, like prayer rugs, mm-hmm. from the religious overtones of the room. And they sat there 
for probably thousands of years until, until they literally just broke down into dead, liquefied, dusty plant okay. material and stained the stone floor. Okay. Think of like, th- you know those uh, uh, radiation shadows in mm-hmm. Hiroshima and Nagasaki? So like, yeah, like a chemical burn. Like a board, chemical, yeah. like uh, like over time, just the acids just stained. Well, what a somber note to begin our investigation on. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll relay this... Um, you know, that, that's at least comforting. Thousands of years? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bartholomew did say that the temple predated the mountains. Yes, and he confers with you and says yes as he, you see a rope drop down above you guys, and he and the two, his two companions, Tegel and Mulio, sort of rappel into the room with you, and he lights oh. a torch. Huh. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I I didn't mean to. It's um, okay. It's all right. Is, is everyone okay down here? Is everything oh. fine? Uh. Oh, yes. Um, oh, where's it hurt? And he sort of inspects uh, Tessa and, like, gives you, mm. like, a potion and, like, a little, like, a little sip and you're fine. Uh, thank um, you. Because I realized... Could have used a rope. <laughs> He's like, well, I'm <clears throat> sorry. You fell through the floor. Listen, there was no indication up top that this would be exactly how you guys would would uh-huh. that that's what that would do we just kn- knew that that was the entrance I'm, I'm so sorry mm-hmm. would that always have been the entrance to the temple seems more like a weird stage theatrical thing for the people in the that here it might that might actually be possible maybe there were sacrifices done on that first tier that fell into the congregation area who knows is that something you want to think about right now uh, trap door emphasis on trap <laughs> <laughs> That was encouraging. Okay, so Charlotte, first of all, I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you for dropping in. Oh, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> it's uh, Charlotte and I have been very good friends. We did uh, we did a show together in uh, 2015, UNESCO's Rhinoceros, way over at the Gene Frankel Theater. And uh, she and I have been friends ever since, and so she's going to come in, drop in, and play a character for us. What character are you playing, Charlotte? I'm playing a tiefling sorcerer. What's her name? Her name is Savara Vicaro. In order to make sure you're uh, you're kind of on level pegging with the rest of the gang, I have already leveled you up to level three, uh, which means you've already chosen your sorcerer archetype. What is your sorcerer archetype? That's the phoenix, right? Yeah. That's the archetype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I, th- I think that's what we settled on. I think, I think you really like the appeal of, like, the, the fire. And all yeah. That. Because, I mean, who doesn't like a fire magic caster? <laughs> I do. Give us a little backstory about um, Savara Vicar. Oh, man, you got to dug with my memory here a um, little bit. I mean, I, I yeah. remember some of it. She comes from a pretty nice uh, family. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has an older sister mm-hmm. whom uh, they had a severe falling out that concerned uh, an heirloom. I, I, I know when you, when you talk about your sister, you are tieflings, and you come from a long line of very proud... I believe, like, yeah, pure blood. Yeah, and we're, and I'm like, mm-hmm. pr- I'm proud of the heritage. I'm like into it. Mm-hmm. Now, I I like being a tiefling. Mm-hmm. It, I, I'm empowered by it as opposed to ashamed of it. Right, because um, a lot of society in Faerun sort of kind of shuns it. Yeah. I mean, you've been in bigger cities like Neverwinter, like Baldur's Gate, like Waterdeep that don't necessarily have uh, have strong opinions about someone's race or anything. Yeah, like that. exactly. It's yeah, it's allowed but, me to kind of come into my own and be happy with who I am. Um, now, what's the falling out because of because of this proud heritage? I think 
Mm-hmm. But does that sound right? I, I, I think it's that been a couple fair. months since I, we I came up with the character. Fair. I think that sounds fair. Like, I think we remember talking about your sister, who we have not named, but yeah. we don't really know why your sister, where, what your sister's doing right now. But we know that she was. She took. She took. She took the heirloom. They took the heirloom. What is the heirloom concerning? It's it's a feather. It's, it's a feather. Right. It's the phoenix feather. Phoenix this, feather. It's the phoenix that like blessed our family. Oh, that's that right. That made us that, like the, the tiefling community. Immediate, like that's right. That yeah. decided to care for yeah this phoenix. And she clearly has some kind of problem with it. Right. Thinks that something's wrong because she's next in line to be like the, the yeah. sort of it's a, sort of not necessarily vessel virgin, but that sort of archetype of the the caretaker of like yeah. the ground, the holy temple, yeah. the grounds, or whatever. Yeah, that sounds about that sounds up. about right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm pissed off because, mm-hmm. dude, this like, why are you denying this? Why does he make this angry? This is like an honor thing. You're the ne- you're the next in line. Like, right. fuck you. You should be like happy about this. What what kind of stick up like what yeah, what kind it, yeah, of like it, it seems holier than thou at like you get thing. the impression no, that she's that she's had it's been probably a few years since you've talked to her. Or at least a year, I would say. But Oh yeah, I have like t- I have no idea where she is. Yeah, no no no. But while she when she got delivered the news and you're like, Oh man, that's really cool. I mean, at the same time you were like a little envious, I feel. Uh but you know, proud that at least someone in your specific family was chosen to carry on to carry the Yeah, I don't think that I actually have strong feelings about wanting to do that specifically. But, but you saw that over time there grew a lot of trepidation about the responsibility from her from her yes i mean because i'm doing my own thing i'm happy being a sorcerer yeah, i'm happy yeah. being obsessed with fire like yeah. i love it it's my thing yeah like i i, I f- feel like there's also a lot of frustration because she never gave you specifically the reason why right yeah she like, just she's fucking, been very mum yeah and then she just like left just left with it yeah like didn't even like you know i'm sorry this isn't for me here take no. the heirloom you yeah. know i'm a disgrace i'm gonna x myself bye yeah she didn't do that exactly. she just like bounced with it yeah and is now gone and you don't know and you're trying to and it was my decision to kind of it's kind of a two birds in one stone because mm-hmm. i've been i'm of the adventuring age mm-hmm. and i'm like well, fuck this i'm gonna go find my sister and i'm gonna see the world at the same time and i'm i'm just now realizing this is probably what happened mm-hmm. my parents were probably hesitant to have me leave too because they don't know what's gonna happen but because i'm like no but i'm also gonna find my sister that's why they were gave their blessing they're like yes. oh well it's for the family, for the like, the family. i mean but personally i'm also just like really excited to get out and like see, the, see the world and like yeah. fuck some shit up maybe for funsies but like right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but the the inner workings of it is find find the feather find yeah. your sister find my sister try to bring her to her senses or if not just grab the thing go back yeah and do, and do the job that needs to be done yes exactly right. exactly and that is what leads you now on the shore of this jungle island with a you've just pulled up this small sailboat that is soaked nearly all of your supplies are missing because rough seas it wasn't easy. Uh, you're starving. Hate the ocean. Yeah, you hate the ocean. You're starving. You're hungry. But God's damn it, you're here now, <laughs> and you're you're holding this map. 
And this map is is written in this language that has been dead for you don't know how long. The old guy you won it off of in a bet had no idea what he, he was holding, probably too old himself to you know go out and try and search for whatever treasure is he thought was in this map. But you know. You've used you've used your comprehend languages spell mm-hmm. to sort of figure out that this from your understanding of the ancient language. You spotted a word in there that is the word that your family it's the sacred word that your family uses for the phoenix. Mm-hmm. And you spotted that same word. Mm-hmm. Now in... now, do I know if the phoenix that my family still pays homage to, what have you, is still like around or do I know that there are other phoenixes in certain other parts of the world that like do their own thing until until you found this map there have been no sightings of your phoenix that your family pays homage to for many 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 yeah. many, many generations many generations uh, the phoenix feather of course is still this right condition, right you just know yeah but no one's fucking seen yeah the thing itself for a long time, or heard from it, okay. and and so there's a lot of debate, you know, among the more the more cynical members of the the community that that are like an underground sort of, of course, thing. Yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. because who wants to speak up? Yeah. That believe that it was probably some sort of magical, uh, that it was just a statue and people were hallucinating, whatever. You know how people talk about uh, gods not being real and things. And because of this map, because you discovered it, you feel confident that A, either the real phoenix is here, or if all the legends about the phoenix that your family pays homage to is true, there's a second phoenix. Cool. And, and regardless, I can get, re- re- I can figure some shit out. Regardless, you can figure some yeah. shit out. Yeah. And maybe possibly you can explain to this phoenix what's going on. And get a second yeah. feather, you know, maybe, maybe you can... Find out what's going on with my sister. Find out what's going on yeah. with your sister. Start another tribe of tieflings. You never know. No you know, idea. make a deal. Yeah. Make a deal. You never know. Um, but find out what's going on with your sister. Maybe, maybe it's an all-knowing deity. You have no fucking clue. But what you do know is the temple that you need to go to, according to the map, sits in this fervent city that's in the middle of this. Oh, perfect! Uh, I can get valley. some food on. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. So there, there's there's civilization that is depicted on this map. This really old map. So you don't know what to expect, but apparently they're just a huge civilization. And there's a clear sort of pass between these mountains that seem to be sheltering your view of this valley. And there's a river. And so you're like, okay, this river runs the paths. All I gotta do... I keep a few feet away from the river because I don't want to get wet because I don't like water. Don't like water. Um, also crocodiles. Cause oh, also crocodiles. Because, <laughs> you know, that too. anything. It takes you, let's say you, you started this out, you landed about in the wee hours of the morning. So it takes you a few hours to sort of trek can I hunt? Is there other wildlife? Can hunt. Yeah, yeah. There's like there's um uh like tapers and like other sort of jungle creatures that seem edible, I guess, and like fruit. There's fruit. Yeah, yeah there's I'm like bananas. Like, yeah. And um. <laughs> some banana. Yeah. Banana. You're able to make your way forage for food, and as you're walking, you start to feel the palpable uh magic, mm. a palpable magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like this. That is that is something that empowers you to go on because it just you're like oh God, wh- right. wherever I am yes. something divine must yes. be here. This is this is what your family yeah. has been teaching you about. Yeah. 
to be aware of. And so, right when you're going to crest this ancient jungle path to get to the city, you're just you're just prepared to be in awe of townsfolk walking around a giant. You do, you're so just imagining things, and then you crest to the top, and it's just it's amazing. But at the same time, it's. 100% the opposite of what you expect. Mm -hmm. When you crest this hill, you see the valley, it's very verdant and green, and everything's grown up, but the city you expected is partly demolished and completely submerged in this gigantic lake. Ew. But you can see in the middle of the lake, jutting out of the water, the top two layers of the temple that's been drawn in the center of the God village of the damn it, I say yes. it myself. Yes, yes. It doesn't look easy, but luck should have it that there seems to be a very, a very ancient dugout canoe uh, next to the bank of the lake on the side that you are on. Okay. It's covered in moss. It may or may not be seaworthy. You don't know. It just looks thousands of years old, if would ever last that long. You may it may be the magical aura that's palpable in the area that's keeping it from complete completely deteriorating away. But there's that dugout canoe, and as you're watching the lake to just figure out what what happened, did I did I fuck up somewhere? Am I on the wrong island? What did I sign up for the wrong Survivor show? Like what's going on? You can see tiny tiny little figures way across the lake getting in a boat their own and paddling out to the temple i scream hey as loud as i possibly can oh god you do <laughs> you you can hear as they're paddling some asshole um some asshole is screaming and singing really loudly and also just being really loud in the boat so you're like god damn it if the, yeah. he wasn't fucking yelling and he sounds drunk if he wasn't yelling and sounding drunk they could hear me but no one can hear you over okay. over his ass Sigh. Exasperated sigh. I tread. I I trudge over to the canoe mm-hmm. and kind of like it. It's kind of rocks little, over. It grows yeah. a little bit, but you know it seems solid. I expect so. No, no holes. holes. No holes. It's a dugout canoe. There. It was. It's one whole solid trunk. Oh, it's one of those. Yeah, 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 it's, it's not constructed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's just. Are there cars. oars? Uh, or in the boat? You you search around uh, as you rock it. You see underneath the boat there is an oar. Okay. So you can pick that up. All right. Well, here you we go. go. Well, you push the boat to the shore, uh, you get in, you start paddling, and as you paddle over, you're able to look over at the sunken city. And it's really beautiful. There are obviously now fish floating around and made their, their homes there, some crocodiles floating around, but none of them seem to be paying attention to you. Uh, but you can see the scale and scope of what was once here. Smaller, similar pyramids. Um, some places seem to not have roofs. Maybe maybe they were thatched roofs before, and that's just a deteriorated layer. But it doesn't take you, I don't know how long it should take to row a mile in a boat, but however long that is, or half a mile at least, uh, row half a mile in a boat, it takes you that long to get to, to reach the side of the temple, the steps on the opposite side. Okay. Uh, from where the the other boat seems to have been heading to. So you land. There is no landing. You you kind of you kind of just have to like mm-hmm. you know pull up on a step mm-hmm. and like get out there. Mm-hmm. Now you're on the steps on the side of this pyramid of this uh, temple. I climb up the steps and okay. see what the entrance looks like. There is no entrance on your side, but you can hear voices now talking, a lot of grunting and things on the other side. Probably 
coming from either out just outside the temple or on, on the inside of the temple. But I can't decipher. You can't, you can't see where the entrance, entrance is. It's probably on the other side or one of is, the sides. Is there a way for me to get to the other yeah, side? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a step pyramid. So oh. so it's not sloped. Yeah. It's like it's like steps. So you oh. can walk around the yeah, edge. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna do that. You know, obviously cautiously, like kind yeah. of keep my ear as I'm of creeping. As you're walking around the edge and you come to the side, you can see now there are a few lizard folk in a rowboat paddling away from the step pyramid. Now, give me a history check or a nature check. Go ahead. Nine. Well, you know that lizard folk are very insular, isolationist. They generally don't like... Other types of sentient creatures that aren't them. Are yeah, very... I mean, I was gonna like even if I didn't know anything about, it, I was gonna wait for them to like get yeah. far enough away oh, yeah. to creep around. Oh, oh, oh they're, they're far enough away. They're not turning back. Um, they actually, they actually, as soon as like one looks to turn back, this other lizard folk who's sitting sort of in the middle of the boat, who's wearing this huge headdress, you think it's some form of chieftain or high-ranking. Mm-hmm. Li- high-ranking member of whatever mm-hmm. tribe they belong to, um, like, sort of slaps and points forward, like it, he was breaking a rule or something mm-hmm. like that. So you're fine. You mm-hmm. feel like, okay, they're not going to look back. But someone's still here. There is a group of individuals, creatures, uh, that are still here, sound like they're struggling with something, talking amongst themselves, in common. Okay, I'm I'm not going to make my presence known. Okay. I'm going to wait to see what happens. Okay. I don't know who these people are. Okay, that's fine. Um, roll me a stealth check if you want to see what happens. 17. Okay. Plus your dex, so that's 19. Okay, good. You are able to sneak up and poke your head around at the times when no one is, yeah. is watching the yeah. entrance. And you can see that there is a very scrawny half-orc, a obviously kind of tipsy-slash-drunk half-elf. There is a tiny halfling, a being who seems to be extremely covered in spikes everywhere. You don't know if that's just armor. I know. I'm, I'm like, whoa! What the fuck? Like, tieflings look infernal. This dude fucking Yeah, is. like, what? Like, yeah. Like, you I'm like, tell. what is this weird-ass looking dude doing with these other, like, scrawny, strange-ass, yeah, like, he looking look, he people? Looks, he looks kind of beefy, but you, but you, it's also like, wait, is that his armor or his skin? Yeah. Because there's these metal plates on him. You start him, thinking sort of about, uh, okay, continue. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's a human in a, a pith helmet, you know, we're using uh, we're using sort of modern analogs here, and a couple of uh, roguish-looking fellas that are just standing off while the half-orc, spiky dude, half-elf, and the halfling are dealing with uh, these rings and these chains on the wall, and they're pulling them out, right. and they're struggling. I'm just gonna, like, watch yeah. and enjoy this amusement. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, there, there, there's a couple of fuck-ups. I'm like, still just, like, so on. confused. Like, who are these people doing here? Obviously. Can I assume from my um, history track that, or just from observing the lizard people like this is their home you can assume that this is a sacred place to the lizard folk. okay okay how the fuck these yeah these, these assholes people, that's literally, were able so, to get here yeah and touch the damn thing yeah you don't know that's literally what's going through my um, head but i'm like hey if they're if they're gonna be able to figure this out and get me in easier i'm all for that yeah so i'm just yeah. gonna kind of it's kind of just chill and wait yeah as you're as you're pondering these questions about 
who, why, how, what. All of a sudden, all four of the group, excluding the human with the pith helmet and these two roguish-looking dudes, one with a, a mandolin who's been waiting for the uh, lizard folk to get out of earshot so he can play with impunity. They seem to be able to have pulled all these chains to one central spear that's been stuck into the stone ground. You're like, okay, maybe this is like some sort of puzzle. Uh, as soon as they get that last ring over there, every, the ground opens up beneath them, the stone floor opens up beneath them, the spear drops, the chains go back into the wall, and they just all fall just into this hole into the hole and you hear screams and a thud and like a bunch of thuds and like an owl my fucking arm sensibly from the halfling yes and the guy with the pith helmet and the two rogues just sort of run over and are just looking in this hole and wondering what happened and you see the guy with the pith helmet is starting to get out some rope. But whatever they did, they have opened up the entrance to this temple. Okay. I'm not sure what to do about the, the rogue and the two. Yeah. Like, I'm just not... I, like, want to keep right. watching. Right. Because I don't really know. Right. You, you keep watching. They're, they quickly tie a rope to one of these statues that have been in the, in the Great. sides. Great. That seem to be made out of the same stone as the So the entrance stone. isn't like closing up again. It's going to no, stay no, no. open. No, it's staying open yeah. and sort of rappelled down uh, all three of them into the hole. And just you just hear a bunch of voices asking, is everyone okay? What's going on? I'm like, I'm, I mean, I'm going to like, mm, I don't really, you can, maybe you can help me with like kind sure. of the time frame. I want to wait for enough time where I can follow them, sure. but not for them to notice me yet. Right. It takes about a minute for them to get themselves back together before they seem to start to head off in one direction and you can follow. sort of climb down the rope sneakily and yep, follow. that's the plan. Alright. Okay. And that's how we got you into this mess. <laughs> it begins it begins, and so begins the secrets of the sunken temple. I think I'm going to call this because that's that's enough that's of a great. parody. I think. I, yes, that's good. I know what that's you mean. Good. Okay, cool. So what do we got? It looks like three three ways to go. And you look around this um, this room. You do notice that there are several large covered clay pots around the wall, not necessarily next to the entrances. Uh, most of them are sealed. Some do look open. None of them are, like, cracked or, like, otherwise damaged. You you do see a couple of cracked and damaged ones that are just shards of pottery. Mm-hmm. So, guys, where are we going today? Uh, How much not, have you had today? I'm not picking. I picked the last time, and it didn't go out well. I, uh, I suggest we... We take the, the passage, you know, I'll point to the one that... We're through, through the main yeah. entranceway? But before we go, do you want to see what's in the pots? I go over to a pot. It looks like the Winnie the Pooh honey pot. Does it say honey on it? Well, 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 it's an ancient draconic, so it obviously doesn't translate to honey, but still, it looks like that. Connell can That's read about what it says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, wait, Connell can read? You look at this, and because the language is very primitive... You make it out that the words translate to something flammable, really. Uh, And Bartholomew agrees with you. I hear this Mm -hmm. because I was about to open this shit. (laughs) Yeah. It might be uh, some kind of oil for the altar. I opened the shit. It looks like exactly that guess, Hal. Oil for the altar. If you look at all of the pots, you can see that you probably recover because it's been a long time. Uh, And it is weird. You do note that some of the oil still survived after thousands of years, even though the mats did not. Mm. Uh, So you do make that note. Mm. 
you can recover probably about six flasks of oil from all of these pots around the room that are not broken. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Let's do it. I mean, do we, do we have to do it like right this minute? Like, don't no. we have oil on us? Does the explorer's pack have oil? Uh, nope. I don't think so. Nope. Oh yeah. Um, Charlotte. I can like put it in an iron pot. You 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 hear some of this conversation going on down. Yeah, up, I'm I'm up top. I'm like Savara. What's going on? In my pocket. What would you hold? I still I don't know what's happening. I mean, my I hear them deciding where they're gonna go. I don't okay. know why they want to explore. Why they why they're here? Okay. I'm gonna keep following them. Um, I'm intrigued by them talking about an altar. Right. I kind of want to see what that is. Of course. Just just leaning at the top of. Pit, watching, sort of, like, musings. Okay, gotcha. Old, 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 as soon as the oil lights on fire, um, thick clouds of smoke taking about a ten foot, eh, a ten foot by ten foot space of that opaque you can't see through smoke erupts from that a little amount of oil, oh my God. and it chokes <coughs> you for a little bit, and you have to sort of step out of it. It doesn't poison you or hurt you. Can I? Can I have this? Yes, please. <laughs> All right. One flask has three uses. Fine. I will come back for it if I need. Okay. Alright, and mm-hmm. if you want to use it all, that's a 10 foot by 10 foot um, square space. Mm-hmm. Two uses is 15 by 15, and then one use is 10 by 10. You know what? I, I do you have said you 20, foot, 20 foot by 20 foot space. That's what I have. I do have the vial from the, an- the, the antidote that I drank. Um, <clears throat> with the, uh, the auntie. So if you want to take how a sample much, of it. How much, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like yes, it's one dose. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> one bottle is one dose. Yes. Yeah. No, this one's this one's going in, in cold storage. <laughs> <laughs> for it's just old oil, but still. For future for future um, reverse engineering. Huh. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Okay, so shall we go oh, yeah. onwards? You guys pass through a doorway that is wreathed in stone. Um, mm-hmm. As you walk by it, maybe one of you feels the wall. And you feel and you can observe the threshold looks to be roundish and kind of has the texture of scales. And as you look at the threshold itself, you realize that it it's actually in the shape of a serpent. And the serpent continues all the way across the ceiling around the hole, mm-hmm. over the top of the ceiling of the altar down, and comes up to form what looks like a carved winged serpent on the back wall near the altar. Have you ever seen anything like this? He takes a look at it. He just says, no, no, I've never run into anything like this before. This isn't a representation of their god? No, no, not as as far as I know Uptal is supposed to be described. They've been snake people. Snake people. Yeah, you guys continue the threshold. Yeah, yeah, so so Um, as you you break through the threshold, (laughs) you you walk about... I was going to see if I could make a... Anything check. Sure, anything check. Maybe. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'll allow you history. Yeah. yeah. History should be. I mean, if not, then I do the thing where I know where I can figure out what the fuck this is. Right, of course, of course. <coughs> nope. 
Nope. What's the number? The number is one. Plus five is six. Uh, no, that's not enough. That's not enough. <laughs> no. Since there are no crit fails, uh, your number is six. Well, yeah, no, my enough. mind, like, in, in caves in. Yes, yes. Like, you just see, like, Rotham dent. <laughs> right. Alexan, as you and the rest of the party continue on down the hallway, you go about ten feet, and on your right there is a wooden doorway which also starts to just weirdly mess with your head about the thousands, thousands, right. thousands, thousands, thousands of years. Um, and you make a note of such things. Ten foot past that doorway, on your left there's another uh, door. And, so then, and then the hallway ends and splits into a T. Ront, is there any sort of magic that is preserving these doors? You, <laughs> yes, you do identify, identify, or... Uh, yeah, we, we'll just go with identify. Detect magic or identify? Identify. Okay, yes, you do. You do identify after about ten minutes while you guys are, like, checking out, making sure there's no random walking uh, Aztec mummies or something like that. You guys identify that on these doors and certain other important structural features of this dungeon, there is... A very latent, very low-powered, but immensely ranged, continuous spell of mending going on. Huh. And it could have been going on, judging by the age that these these doors look, compared to the age of the stains of the mats uh, on the floor, that the mats left on the floor. This mending spell has been going on for probably thousands and thousands and thousands so of years. So, Ross, mending, it means that it's constantly keeping it... If it breaks and the break is of a certain size, smaller than some threshold, <clears throat> it fixes itself. This, like my cloak. Yes. Yes, like your cloak. Yes. <laughs> yes, but you do know you do know that this is like a very low powered version of this, and you don't know why. Maybe just to be able to keep up the length of time that's been going on. But if you if you, for example, scratch the door, it wouldn't instantly repair itself. It might repair itself over a year, uh, ten years. You don't know. Or if I broke part of the door off. You want to try breaking part of the door off? Mm-hmm. I'm getting a bad feeling about this. Which but, uh, door? But have I? No, I'm not breaking a door. I just, can I put my ear up to it and hear something? Sure. Which door do you want? Door number one and door number two. Door number two. I put my ear up against door number two. All right. You put your ear up against the door that's immediately on you guys' right. It eats your head. It's a new car. Yes, it's a new car. Uh, no. Uh, a brand new car! <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Don't hear anything. Mimic. It's definitely quiet. Um, you do you do hear, you know, the sort of, like, if you put your ear up against a seashell, you can hear the ocean of air, you know, and just, like, dead air inside. But that's it. That's You don't hear any rustling, any shuffling, any... I walk over bumping. and do the same thing to door number one. All right. million dollars you, in cash. You wait, you wait for, you wait for, like, three seconds. No. Then you hear a soft scrabbling. Like on the other side, sounds like maybe, like maybe a little critter, little noises. Um, do you, do you tell the uh, others that? Okay. Um, I'll, I'll take have, out the short sword and just like have, have it at the ready, you know, just in case. There have to be other ways, like little holes in this. What happens when I knock on the door? Um, <laughs> the well, yeah, you knock on the door. Well. Damn it! And you knock <laughs> no. on the door, and the scrabbling and the scrabbling really gets frantic, and then it just stops. 
and then it's quiet. Was that enough for them to hear? Oh, Uh, the scrabbling? Oh, yes, everyone hears the scrabbling now. Based on (laughs) the volume of the scrabbling that we are now privy to, Mm -hmm. and the knocking that we are now privy to. Well, yeah, I don't care about that. I know how big the thing that knocked is. I'm about to punch (laughs) it, because I know exactly how big it is. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's a good move. Um... (laughs) Based on the volume of the skittering, can we gather at all any sort of notion of the relative size of the thing? Tiny creature. Let's open the door. I'm opening the door. Open the door. Does it sound familiar? (laughs) Somewhat. I mean, it's a tiny, tiny scrabbly creature. At this point, I step back from the door and I ready my bow. You have your sword? Uh, Yeah, I'll I'll kind of like crouch down a little Mm -hmm. bit so you can like shoot over me, I guess. I mean, it's tiny. I reach into my pack and reach out. (laughs) Okay. And then I'll kind of just like creak the door open and, and you know, kind of peek inside. Door open. Yeah. You look around the room, and there's nothing visible on the floor. It might have been the quarters of one of the order of, like, religious people who might have stayed in this okay. temple. Not necessarily a high priest. It's, it's, it's like, a, like, like a monk, like a monk yeah. sort of thing. You can see uh, a, stone, a stone block on it. There seems to be a, a, little, a little wooden idol of the same winged serpent thing, except coiled up, uh, head sitting up, and then the wings sprouting out. Dilapidated papyrus uh, sitting about. I mean, it's not just a stain. No, it's not just a stain. So, it's so actually, it's actually papyrus. Like, like, like papyrus is written on. Or? Uh, you can, you, you, you can go okay, look yeah. at. It. Well, first I, I want to gotcha. see if I can, I can yeah. like, find the source of that yes. scrabbling. And as you look around in. In the far corner, you can see a stone slab, sort of wrought out of the pyramid itself, with a little bitty underspace for where people could put their things or whatnot. And underneath that, poking its little head out, little bitty eyes, is a little bitty gecko, and it's staring at you. And it, and its like little throat is is doing the little is the little like a breathy thingy. Is he trying to sell us insurance? I don't think gecko's do that, but it's speak in a British accent. T- Tessa, it's a little lizard. Um, at first, maybe I don't. I, uh, but I don't. I don't know. Can, can it, you speak to it? I mean, can is she? Is she yes, really? I, it, it. It's not. Maybe it's I not just her. a gecko. Like that. That's, that's I, a gecko. I mean, I that's, that's what I think. It's not just, just a gecko. They, they're in the room now. All right. So with just a gecko. Okay, Savara. Savara, what are you doing? I'm. I'm coming down. So you're coming down. So the I road? saw the smoke and I was like, Whoa, what's going on? That looks cool. I'm also. So I'm. How long did that last, by the way? Oh, that lasted about. A minute. Extrapolating to I'm waiting. a larger it's dose. It. Yeah, extrapolating to a larger dose probably would still be a minute, but just the size. Okay, so literally okay. the spell I didn't take. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna come. I come down. I'm mm-hmm. inspecting the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I see the altar. Can I also do? Because I obviously don't know anything, so I'm right. gonna do a couple checks as well with mm-hmm. like the altar. Sure, sure. Something like that. Give me a religion check. Or, or an investigation or an arcana. Oh, well, I got a 19. All right, well, there you go. Plus, plus, all right, okay. so 21. 21, okay. With a 21 and your past use of your comprehend languages that you use on the map, listeners know about it, you guys don't, you see the word for that your, that your community and your religious order uses for Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah. Very obviously written all around next to, underneath, on top of, inside, the the engravings on the altar and on the wall for this winged serpent creature. So I'm a little suspicious now. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a little it's suspicious like, now. Mm-hmm. 
I'm thinking, well... Shit. <laughs> yeah. Here I am. Yeah. But you've seen the oh, phoenix. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. And you've seen drawings of phoenixes. And, and you know everyone describes the phoenix as not a f- giant flying snake. Like So uh, either they're wrong or it's not a phoenix is what I'm thinking. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not, I'm going to have to just keep figuring out what's going on just the first room. I do want to see if I can get some of that oil, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's, like, four flasks left or so. All right. While you sort that out. water skins? Yeah, water skins. Yeah, water skins. Water water skins. At, at the very least, you probably have something to hold water in that you could... Yeah, I mean, it says... I assume it's in the Levine Explorers pack. Right. I don't have any other kind of... Listen, I don't trust anything you write, Gerald, because yeah. last time we had soft rope. <laughs> I still have it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to you guys and the gecko. At this uh, point, the gecko kind of uh, kind of scrabbles out and walks what? towards you guys, and specifically walks towards you, Hal, and kind of looks at you, cocks its little head, blinks its eyes, and crawls towards your foot. Uh, hello, little guy. Um, a little uncomfortably, he just kind of put the sword away and... You hear a voice in your head that says, Hello. Hello? I. Hi. What's going on? Down what? here. What? May I ride on your shoulder? Certainly. <laughs> so, you, you all see the little gecko crawl. It's how it's ostensibly speaking to no one. No, no, no. I don't notice that because I'm going in front of Hal, carefully touching his. Sh- not intentionally. Quite I, the shoulder that he's not, the gecko's yeah. not trying to yeah. to. I, I specifically answer Carefully going, Hal, are you having a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> no. And as the gecko crawls up and sits on your right shoulder, I ah! <laughs> um, It looks at you and says, is your friend okay? Does he realize we can talk to each other? I'm beginning to think he can't hear you. Mm. The gecko looks at you, Ron, and kind of squints its eyes and is like, he might be... The gecko takes his little paw and puts puts his little pudgy little suckery toe and just sort of it's, bumps it against his if mind. If so, I said. don't know what that means about me. Do you have a name? It looks around, looks at all of you. I must be a druid. <laughs> um, I'm actually trying to think of a name for this. You, oh I have not been given a name for a very long time. What would you like to call me? Garrett. Garant is a very lovely it name. Difficult with that extra name. <laughs> <laughs> Garant is a very lovely name. Thank you. Hal, what's going on? Did you say Garant? Is that its yeah, name? Uh, what's well, name now? It, it asked what do you mean one. now? No. It asked for one. Yeah. What? what? What does it How? want? That's I have very. I've just met him. I don't know. It is a pleasure to see that all eight of you have made it safely here. Uh, uh, uh. I'm casting sense magic. Is there any magic? <laughs> uh, there, there is. Is that same palpable aura? No, oh, like specifically around the thing. Yeah, it seems to be the magic seems of the palpable aura of the vague valley that you guys are in. Oh. Seems to be weaving around this little gecko a little bit Does more it than feel usual. Like it's originating from the gecko? Not, no, not really. I walk over and check where the gecko was. Like you said, there was a little like yeah. area for holding it. Yeah, little underneath seems to contain like old robes that are tattered and. Little dewy because it's look. underwater. Everything the temple is underwater. So there is this dank with your spell. stroke. He's talking to me. I have no evidence of that. Ask that where it on. came from, Garrett. Garrett, where did you come from? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think he's going to be very helpful on the front. Why are you here? I'm here to wait for you and you. He looks at. Ron and Ron, you hear a you in your head. Ah! 
And he's he's easily spooked, isn't he? And I'm you, just staring. He, he, you hear a you in your head, Connell, Me? and you you hear a you in your head. Finally, it's about time this spell worked. And he looks he, he, he looks at he looks at uh, he looks at Bartholomew. And he says, "And you?" And Bartholomew's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 what the fuck?" And you, he looks all the way down the hallway that you guys came from, and Savara, you hear a you in your head. <laughs> <laughs> I do yeah. that and I do I make this yeah. pose but I don't actually I reach into my pack and reach for a thunderstorm. Um I do because I was in the solo. Wait, what don't I have um Oh, I didn't take a cantrip where like I give do like an illusion thing. Oh yeah, like thaumaturgy, prestidigitation. No, I have thaumaturgy. I think yeah, yeah, you can make your voice sound like three hundred decibels higher or some bullshit. Is that the only thing I can do with it? You can do more with it. Can I make like like, sparkles appear? Yes, you can. Okay, I do that. I throw the thunderstone at the sparkles. (laughs) What's the range of your thunderstone? Twenty feet. You can't. Thirty feet. Thirty feet. Mm, Yeah, you can't make it to her, but you can throw far. I mean, it's thirty feet and then ten feet. You could run up and throw. Well, no, I, I don't do that, but I do throw it. So you see someone throw a rock at I you. Light, I want to light one of the things on fire. What One of what things? One of the, uh, the oil, things in the oil. Okay. Like a whole <laughs> oil thing? Like the whole pot? Yeah, because I didn't know. I thought that, I didn't know that it's just little drops on your finger. So does the, does the thunderstone land first? The thunderstone I'm chaotic. Lands. <laughs> uh, all right, give me opposing dex, dex rolls on this. Everyone? Um, uh, you, Ron, and Savara. I mean, I, 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 I Pi mm-hmm. knows that it's not going to reach the oh, target, crap. which is fine. But it will reach something else, probably. That's a seven. Plus two is nine. A four! Okay. Okay, so... I can tell that's a seven because one is right next to it. Okay, <laughs> so the Thunderstone hits just outside of the threshold yeah, right in here. That's about it. The pot that you're able to hit no. Savara <laughs> is right here. Sets it on fire. These two events, because of the way magic fireballs fire and the way Thunderstone lobbing works, almost because of the difference oh, in numbers. Oh, because firebolts are cancer, yeah, right? Yeah. Is, yeah. Happen simultaneously. So so the gas, the, the smoke <laughs> spreads out and the Thunderstone removes the smoke. <laughs> and Savara, you're like, Fuck, that didn't work. <laughs> and they're all staring at you, and... What the, the hell gecko, is happening? And the gecko has got... It's, it's, Listen, it's I bring out my crossbow and be like... The gecko, the gecko has its its face in its, in its little gecko paws and is just shaking its head. Do I see that? Hiranta, yes. are you alright? Listen, you! <laughs> gecko puts his paws up like, I didn't do anything. Is that a gecko? <laughs> I have another eyes the gecko. Is that a gecko? I think so. <laughs> I raise my hands. Wait, who are you? Yeah, who are you? Asking the important questions. <laughs> Excuse me, I was the one who started the conversation here. Why the fuck are there so many spikes on your body? It's a birth defect. Thank you. A birthday? <laughs> Happy birthday! No, no, no. Well, uh, yes. Yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Bartholomew says we... We'll, have, we'll get cake letter we are later, just, Connell. Let's all stop yelling. We are just archaeologists. We are just here to do research and observe. Who are you, please? Research and observe? Yes. On what? On the, the temple. Just the temple? The steeple. Yes. 
and the things inside of the yeah. temple. Like, like the idols. And, and we're here to stop potentially, potentially an over-infestation of dinosaurs that might eat everyone as well as Yanti. We are just here on behalf of the chieftain to just look at the temple and see if this temple can solve the problems that are currently plaguing the eye. Now, who are you? I, 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 I'm giving my information of myself. My name is Bartholomew Blackstone, famous archaeologist. You may have heard me, may not. I'm with the, I'm with, Have I'm I with, heard of him? You've not heard of him, no. <laughs> you, he, he, he holds up his badge. He's like, I'm with the Harper organization. It's all good. We're the good guys. We're not the bad guys. Although some of us, and he looks over at Hal, but some of us do are not like necessarily the best people, but still. <laughs> hey. I reach into my pack and say, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking vampire. Do I to determine what the level of threat? Okay. Like, make an, insight. make an insight check. How about this? Okay. While this is all going on and you're trying to so decipher whether or not you should just insight. shoot these people on sight. <laughs> oh. I take out so my long bones. Yeah. <laughs> You you can make the choice. Either these guys are playing the best con ever to try and convince you that they are absolutely harmless, or these guys just don't know how to shut up in a I might shoot you right now situation. Which could also point out that they're harmless, mm -hmm. but I'll let you decide which one. Well you guys don't look like any of you have that same energy that I saw those lizard people having. Are they the bad guys? Depends on which tribe. Can we all just take a moment to appreciate that the gecko's talking to us? Yes, thank you. I was wondering when we would get back to me. Do not I to hear be this selfish. also? Yes, you do. It's, 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 it's in everyone's talking head. to everyone oh now. Oh my god, this is what I heard. Everyone in the conversation, including everyone in the conversation, except for Tegel and Mulio, who seem to be off doing fuck all, and they they are looking at you guys like you're nuts. The gecko. He so like he was waiting for us. So like you we have this person. What does this person look like? Is there anything I can tell about this person from what they look like? Safara, Safara, Savara. Sorry. Um, I have. I mean, I'm a tiefling. I have like scarlet red skin. Mm -hmm. Like it's completely like bright fucking red. Can we gold eyes? Uh -huh. Traditional gold eyes. I mean, I'm very like traditional looking because of my family. Of um, so I have like jet black hair. It goes like down halfway down my back. Mm -hmm. um, it's full, but still fine. And then um, I had a tail, the classic tail. Uh -huh. And I have little, little, not big horns, like mm -hmm. kind of the little, Are they, like, straight they're horns? not they nubs. They're, they're not nubs. They're, they go kind of like straight up and then kind uh -huh. of do a perpendicular. Okay. Oh, neat. Okay. Like, a little. Cool. Okay. okay. Um, Bront is 14 years old and a boy. Oh, and I feel awkward right now. Wait. I mean, I'm, I'm 15. Okay. Bront <laughs> <laughs> makes the hormone check. Passes. I'm wearing a cool, I'm wearing a tatter. I should go my outfit. I mean, uh, my character is very much, like, based off of, like... Lena inverse like this. She's very heavily okay. influenced. Okay. So I'm wearing like like you know like leggings and boots up to my calf, and I have like a really cool cloak that's like comes like like a three quarter cloak thing and the, like, like a bodice like, thing. Like fine clothing. No, it's it's not like a no. I'm not. I don't have any. I remember like, tight, like armor. No, type she thing. has kind of just like a top. It's like a fitted top, but it's okay. like a top and gloves. And like a cool circlet okay. around the head. I don't have the circlet. Very yeah. nice. So that's what you guys are presented with. Um, so, Garant, why were you waiting for us? I don't know. 
I know I'm waiting for you, and now you're here, and here I am. Do you mean we are. specifically us, or people to show up? You! I want to try and telepathically ask the gecko, are these guys cool? Like, I think you get no response. Okay. <laughs> Crap! I stomped my foot. <laughs> <laughs> Did someone tell you that we? We? I feel like I was told to wait, but I don't know who told me. Are you here to help us? I feel like... Are you here to eat us? Ha 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 He opens his mouth and like opens it as wide as it can. It couldn't eat your pinky. Oh, How long have you been waiting? I don't know what you can do. <laughs> yes, I think help you, but I don't know how to help you. Well then let's fucking go and figure it out. Help really? us do what? I'm I'm a gecko. I'm I'm apparently a gecko that I can start talk walking to you, back down I start walking down the corridor. Okay, He's which which one? Excuse me. Um, what what was your name? <laughs> I do a flourish of my cape and turn around and strike a pose, flick the hair back and say, I'm Savar of House Vicaro, sorcerer extraordinaire. And then I pivot and I start walking. Got it. Hello everyone and welcome to another Tessa's Question Corner. This week's question was, what is your favorite BBEG, big bad evil guy, girl, or group and why. Justin Handlin said, my favorite type of big bad is always an enemy whose cause to do bad may just in fact be good. For example, a powerful wizard killing, stealing, and overall doing whatever it takes to get his hands on a rare item that will save his dying wife or child. Moral ambiguity FTW. Hashtag crit nation. That was from Facebook. Thank you so much, Justin. Our next answer is from Instagram, and it is from Scott Adabro. and he said, Not exactly a BBEG, but my DM has us fight on occasion a mini-boss group that are obnoxious parallels of our group. They're Star Wolf to our Star Fox. I don't know exactly what a Star Fox is. Is that like a fox in the stars? So, this new question will be, when the DM asked, how do you kill this enemy, what was your best response? And remember, like our page on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and there you can answer the question that will be put up very shortly. Thank you everyone again for your responses, and it'll be out really soon. Have a good one, guys, and remember to play safe. Bye-bye! Hey everybody, it's Evan Brooks here, your DM, your storyteller, and your game master, also your host for the Spellcast D&D. I'm just popping in with, uh, I think I've got four uh, little things on my little break agenda here that I'm going to read off to you real quick, going to knock them out. First of all, I'm sure you definitely heard the new introductory uh, music sequence we had. I want to give a huge shout out to the music group Magic Sword. The track that they very, very generously let us use with their permission is called In the Face of Evil. It is from their album Volume 1, which you can find on iTunes, SoundCloud, or magicswordmusic.com. You can also get a sneak peek of it in the cinematic trailer for Thor Ragnarok, which is going to be coming in theaters soon. Again, just wanted to thank them very much for that. I urge you to check them out. Mike is the one who told me about them. I went and listened to all their tracks, and they're fantastic. Also wanted to remind you that Critical Hit Collectibles has their buy two, get one free deal going on until Halloween. I guarantee you is a great deal. I just received my second order from them. Make sure you go online to criticalhitcollectibles.com, purchase any two sets of dice, then you can get a third set of dice for free 
of equal or lesser value than the lowest of your two sets. Also wanted to do another plug for Daniel Stewart over at the show Tabletop Tapes. He's been, for Friday after Friday on end, he's been helping share our show as well as other podcasts using the hashtag FF, stands for Follow Friday, every Friday. Uh, make sure you go and give him a follow. If you want to follow any other D&D related podcasts or audio drama podcasts, he's got a whole list of them and wanted to thank him for keeping that up he's been a real trooper and finally wanted to ask you to give us a rating and review on itunes it really helps us out a lot and that's it and i will let you get back to the episode thank you so much have a wonderful day bye-bye i am savar of house vicaro sorcerer extraordinaire and then I pivot and I start walking back Got down. It. Okay, if I don't recognize that, where would I go to find out about haughty ass H A U G H T Y Tieflings? Probably in some noble roll book of lineage of houses of various regions. You'd have to go to. Some so I have to talk to census takers. Yes, census takers. Would would I? Ever, that's gonna be fine. Would I've heard of the house name? Oh, you're you're further. You came from further east, didn't you? Uh, Scardale. Scardale, yeah, which is further east. Scardale. Which would make me a make Get me a history out. check. Make me a history <laughs> it's check. It's a real place. It is. It it's is a real place. Make a history check. Eighteen. Okay. Tieflings of noble lineage usually are very isolated in communities where they have nobility. You don't know which conclave she might have come from. Do I know the names of any of the conclaves? Yeah, yeah, you know some of them. Uh, some of them are religious conclaves. Some of them are just uh, merchant conclaves. All tiefling conclaves are based on the fact that nearly everyone else in the world hates us. We should not hate each other. We should just probably group together and try and, you know, not piss people off, A, make a living for ourselves, B, and just make sure no one tries to try and do any ethnic cleansing on us. Because we have infernal blood, and people don't want that in the prime material plane for the most part. Especially the very intolerant town of the more conservative nobility of Scarza. Gotcha. And the surrounding region. Um, I just, I, I want to take, like, just whichever one of the conclaves that I can remember, mm -hmm. just the name of it, and be like, forgive my ignorance, is that the uh, the Vicaros of and give that yeah sure you know, the name just, of that conclave the the they would the conclaves would take their um, their names from the similar attributes that some tieflings hang on to you know like like uh, like vanity or honesty or, or loyalty or like music you know things that they latch on so to like the, like the conclave of songs or something yeah conclave of songs yeah I see, yeah I say something like that basically and he's right yeah. Like he probably not. Probably not. Probably yeah. what, what, what con what's the name of your conclave? Like the conclave of rebirth or something like that. Yeah, that's probably. A good I like one. that. Okay. Yeah, that's I'll do that's that a one. very good one. Yeah, so yeah. the conclave of rebirth. Is that what you say? No, 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 I say like the conclave of songs. Yeah, because it's the only one that I know. I, I only know a few of them, so I'm dead wrong. Looks yeah. back at you and says, "Nice try, Spikey," and then goes into. <laughs> of course, this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which hallway are you? I want to go into. The door 10. I go back, yeah. Okay, so you go back, the hallway splits into a T intersection. You can go up from there, 
uh, or down. And something interesting you can see downwards. Okay, so I'm at the, the crossroads things. I kind of yes. glance behind to see what the, if the others are following Yeah, me. they're, they're kind of, they're, I mean, shall, that's shall where we? they're going. I thought we were whispering. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where they're going. The gecko, the gecko's done talking. He has no way to, I mean, unless you guys are done asking. Maybe you guys could ask questions along the way to the, to wherever you're going next. So well, if I see something, I say like, ooh, there's something interesting down there. Mm-hmm. Like, I just kind of say that and mm-hmm. then... And start walking and... Hold on. <laughs> uh. Shall we? I, I'm sure when the time is right, you'll know what you're supposed to do. I, I'll say to the gecko. Y- yeah, he says. <laughs> Onward we tra- travel? Are we doing this? We're doing this. Okay. So you guys walk down the <laughs> What the, the hell else are we doing? <laughs> there are... There are... I go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> there are... There are hieroglyphs all along the wall uh, depicting farming patterns, and you do realize that they are lizard folk, or at least maybe some relative of the lizard folk, doing uh, daily life patterns. In fact, in this floor you can see it's mostly daily life of uh, monks, scribes, like it's very easy. The the hieroglyphs and pictograms are self-explanatory. Uh, some of the language, it, it's a very dead ancient language. If you stop to try and read it, you would just be like, to make, to make the holy bread, you, you add two cups of, of, of grain. It, you know, <laughs> shit like that. Um, but as you continue, Interesting. You, you, find, you find a door, you find two sets of doors on the right side of the hallway as you go down. And at the very end, you see this huge statue of this giant winged lizard and it's in great detail now and you can see that the the feathers are different colors like they're very tropical colors think of like a parrot that's what the feathers mm. are colored the the rest of the statue seems gold golden and together mulio as soon as they see the glint of everything on of the golden body of the statue they sort of like try and scrabble past you guys to run to it to touch it what um, happens when they touch it nothing happens in fact they kind of touch it and they scratch it they like take a little knife and they kind of like flick some of the gold paint off of it and they realize it's just painted gold but if any of you want to give me a nature check or history check now yeah. that they're that this is in great detail the other statue was very much is very Three. much just sort of locked. Uh, well, mm-hmm. 22. Okay. Okay, so seven. Okay, there I'm sorry. 20. Just want to make sure there okay. wasn't like a weird background thing. For those of you that got 20 or higher. Hi. Yes. Yeah. This is a coaddle. Tessa, you know it's a coaddle because the Emerald Enclave partially t- tries to teach you guys about uh, creatures that no longer are actively present in, supposed to be actively present in Playroom. Um, mm-hmm. Creatures that either went extinct and that we should keep from happening to other creatures that are endangered, or magical fauna in and around the continent and the high material plane of Toril. Connell, Ranger, archaeologist, your dad. You saw drawings of coatals in your, in your dad's belongings and things. Uh, so that you you just you just recognize he wrote this down. Had some studies about it. Noted that they were creatures of some celestial origin that certain religious scholars can't explain. That they were magical, or at least rumored to be magical. No one's seen a live koala to actually know. And that your dad, they were of some interest to your dad, but not particularly. Uh, he was trying to draw a connection between koatls and, and like Yonti and other sort of archaeological finds. Okay. Ront, koatls. Yeah. Uh, you you just remember that um, 
in one the Adventure Times magazine issue, uh, one of the adventurers, your bard idol, <laughs> dis- described once described what would be his ideal encounter. Oh. And it was a quaddle, and he went into detail describing about how he what he knew that to be, and that he just wanted to chat with one and just ask it about you know where they are, why they don't exist anymore, and just find out more about the world so he could sing a song about them. I'm gonna take like intense notes about what I see <laughs> on on the thing, and then Garund, is there anything you can tell us about this? It seems like this thing is what they worship here, probably. Thank you, Garrett. That was very helpful. And, like, no condescension. Or, like, wait, wait, hold on. What color is Hold on. I am trying very hard to make it seem like there's no condescension. (laughs) Garrett squints at you. What color is Garrett? Uh, Garrett is blue. Like I can, blue. I can only hope. Like, great. Um, I can only hope that the obvious effort is enough. <laughs> yes, the obvious effort is is enough. Uh, Garrett is pale blue with little orange spots. Yeah. I have a question for y'all. Does this look like a phoenix to you? No. That's what I thought. No. I mean, I can see how, like, in the brain space, you would get those confused, sort of. But I don't know no. if I'm the one that's confused, or if it's these lizard people. Okay, so you inspected the statue. Not much. There's two doors on your, uh, I guess now if you're facing down on your on your right. Hey guys, which door should I knock on this time? Both. There's double doors. I'm technically knocking on oh two. Oh my god. So, why did you think they were confused? Because that doesn't look like a phoenix. Right, but why? We haven't seen anything to say that they worship a phoenix here. Why are you looking for a phoenix? That's a good question. You don't have any of your animals on you, do you? Qual- uh, not qual- That's out, out of character. Sloth. You have the sloth. The sloth. Character. Seth the sloth. I don't know, like, <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have a sloth on your shoulder? It's really cute. Can I pet it? Sure. The sloth. It's Seth lets you pets it. Yeah. So yeah. was knocking on both doors? Yes, Connell knocks on both doors. You hear no reply. No scratchings this time, guys. Nothing. At least we're being polite. I open all of the doors. Oh, <laughs> Oh, yes. Okay, you open the doors and you find, basically, it looks like an ancient library of scrolls everywhere and everywhere. Oh, yeah, there were scrolls back in the room where I found Durant also. Good thing don't touch them. (laughs) Don't touch them. Don't touch any of these. (laughs) I go up to one of the scrolls and hover my hand over. I mean, if you like breaking shit, that's fine. You want to touch it? Do you, you touch it? Yes? It dilapidates underneath your very finger and crumples to, like, dust and nothing. I don't think we can read these guys. Very astute assessment. <laughs> Wisdom of eight! Can you <laughs> open the doors too? Okay. You look in the room, and it looks like some sort of washroom. See, you see, like, clay platterware. How is the smell? It smells very bad. I closed the doors. Like, there's dead things in there. I closed the doors. Okay, you closed the doors. <laughs> Wait, what smells like dead things? Well, Dead things. Wait, where? <laughs> in room 11 or 12? The room 11. In this door. 12, in this 12 room. 12 of scrolls. 12 of scrolls. Okay. In this room, close. <laughs> Is there anything else in 12? Like fresh like... dead things? Yeah, or let's, like, let's take like a look at room 12. Dead long dead things. Okay. If, anything, if anything is alive in here, it's been long alive. If anything is dead in here, it's been long dead. I mean, I could <laughs> set it on fire to get rid of the smell. You mean make the smell super, super bad. Do you notice any ventilation in here at all? Oh, shit. Right. Is there any ventilation in here no. at all? <laughs> <laughs> the only ventilation we have is your thunderstone. That's fair. Ah, thunderstone. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. So yeah, let, let's, uh, I, I agree with Connell. Let's 
take a look in 12 and carefully just yeah. to see if there's anything other than Touch that. nothing. Let's yeah. make them all decompose. No, no, no. That actually sounds fun. There's, a, an, there's an archaeologist here. He might actually want to look at them. There, it, Are you a real archaeologist? Yes. Probably not. I am a real archaeologist. <laughs> Connell, when we get... You guys are funny. <laughs> when we get back to Balder, I'll, I'll look for... Have you ever heard of poppy poppy paper? No. I'll whip some up for you. <laughs> Is it like cake? Because I was promised many things. I didn't promise you cake. They promised you cake. Hate them. I'm promising you poppy poppy paper. I'm just Don't enough. touch the books. <laughs> so... Bartholomew's like, yes, please do not touch the scrolls. Apparently, they're not they're not in an environment that is conducive to their current uh, survival. Don't touch them. He says in Mary Lehman's turn, sorry. So yeah, don't uh, touch I'm the so tempted. Please, so please don't touch going to the like, books that are older you know, than the mountains. <laughs> see if there's anything else inside the room. Sure, of, of course, interest. of course. Uh, probably investigation. Yeah. 13. I'll do that too. Sure. I'll, I'll wait for you guys. 18. It is just a load of old scrolls. And the ones that are unfurled on the tables uh. are written in the same primitive, very early draconic that you guys can barely decipher, that you can okay. barely decipher. I, I walk over it and hovering over them, I just kind of like look and what can I make out of them? Okay. You can make out that it, it seems it seems to be a, a daily a log journal by the high priest about certain inner politics and workings of the temple. And without going into too much too much detail because some of the work they don't translate well, um, you can make out something about a quarrel over certain policies and stances towards sacrifice and how some priests think that there need maybe more to appease, to to stop the end of the world, and certain priests think that that's not necessary and want to discuss excommunicating the priests that do. Nothing but politics here, guys. Not no, not useful information. Okay. I really can you you can read that. Like, can you see you? anything in there about Phoenix with the Phoenix symbol? You see something mentioned about the Sentinel would not. And this is the best translatable word you have. The sentinel needs blood for the blood god, skulls for the skull throne. Uh, and then the other priests are like, no, the sentinel is all benevolent, all kind, and just. I relay that. None of as that soon as you me. hear sentinel, oh. that's the word. That's the word that links... The bird is weird. The word, the bird. The word, the sentinel, the great fiery sentinel, is one of the sacred names for the phoenix. Right. Okay. In your tribe. Although they don't say fiery. Just sentinel. Just the sentinel. Okay. Yeah, that's all you get. Thanks. So, what was in the other room? Pope, I guess. I didn't get to see. <laughs> Let's not go back. <laughs> I mean, dead things, but, you know, it might as well be poop. Dead so, I mean, things that have been dead. That's for... why I said we could light it on fire. Wait, wait, I don't think we need, like, mummies? Like, dishes and refuse. I mean, I don't want to leave without checking it out, at least. I open the doors and venture in. I, I walk 60 feet down that hall. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, you do that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Leave no stone unturned. <laughs> when you when you open the door, Connell, you see a number of lizard folk skeletons just now finishing getting out of the water basins and such that 
uh, they were laying in and were probably drowned in when they died, and a few of their skeletal heads turned to look at you as you opened the door again. Why do we never I slowly <laughs> close the door back, guys? Nothing. I'm just... officially freaked out now. What? What did you do? What happened? <laughs> we don't know. I... Come take a look, Grunt, and get back over here. No! I don't know when to roll for initiative, but... What did you see? Not it a... will be apparent. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't you... see a gecko, but... What do you do with the door? I closed the closed. He said, yeah, he said, slowly, 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 It's just like... <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Everyone roll for initiative. Bar the door. Do I roll for initiative? Yes. Everybody. Just go in there. Uh, 17. I'm 60 it's feet down the hall. Okay, okay. Everyone hold up. I need to make shit for Savara. Uh, yeah. Hal rolled a 17. Ront rolled a 14. 14. Connell rolled a 13. Hey, I rolled a 14. You rolled a. What's your initiative score, Ront? Your big number. My dex score. Your dex score, yeah, that's what I mean. It is a 14. And yours is? 15. Whatever. Tessa goes. I'm also 60 feet away. Yep. <laughs> Skeletons are not rolled yet. Savara, what did you roll? Which means I dashed. 16. 16 and D are going not... So not, not this works. They roll a 7. We have first order for everyone listening. Hal, Savara, Tessa, Ront, Connell, and last is the skeletons because ugh, I can't roll for shit on any of the initiatives on our encounters. Hal. Okay, so you, I, I don't know what's behind the door. You have no idea what's behind the door. You just see Connell open the door, close the door really shut, and say, Well, guys, it's a single door, right? It's a single door. Okay, yes. so I will open the inside. I will walk up to, to Connell mm-hmm. and be like, what did you see? <laughs> do, do Good you first see what I said. <laughs> and that's and that's that's your that's your whole turn. Alright. Savara. I'm gonna just move here, kind of like so I'm hovering kind of in the doorway. So so you'd and be that, moving into room seven, right which here. we haven't gone into. And yet, it's so. a closed door. Okay, then in that case I'm gonna come back out. I'm gonna come Does here. anybody have any idea that we're in danger aside from Connell? No. Aside from Connell, no. because <laughs> Connell hasn't said anything. Damn it, Connell. <laughs> Alright, Tessa. You have no idea danger is happening at the moment. I can sense it. Well, well, so well I was standing like right behind maybe him. A, Obviously, a, a, I can see a little bit through check. his legs. What's inside? Yeah, the sure, door. yeah, sure. Do an insight check. Mm-hmm. Do an action for an insight check. Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 wait. There is something that could probably kill you guys behind that door. Wild shape brown bear. There we go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is it my turn? Uh, Ron. Yes, it's your turn. Turn on the echo. Wait, did you? You <laughs> said you just turned into a bear. Just because this doesn't seem that dire to be turned. Ron, guys. What's going on? From all the way down the hallway. Bad. <laughs> and That's then bear. Yo, there's a bear! She I does that. <laughs> Connell, what do you also, do? Also, also move 30 feet down the hall. Okay, Connell, what do you do? Do you Is tell them all what's going on? Because <laughs> okay. that might Fine. be the good So thing. since you're all surrounding around me, you have no idea what's behind this door, there are skeletons that move behind this door. Oh, that's fun. Mm. So do you guys want me to open the door back up? Because I'm afraid that if I do, they're going to be in my face. That's a lot uh, more than six seconds. Are they bothering anyone? They weren't, but winter skeletons ever really good. <laughs> right. They okay. saw okay. you, didn't they? Okay. Red- Redding sword okay. shield. Connell, when you shut the door, describe yourself how you are standing right now. I am standing with both hands on the door. Okay. Just... It's, it's a single door. Okay, make a strength on... check. 
saving throw, I should say. 13. 13. Okay. Connell, as you are describing the situation to Alexin, Alexin, you see Connell go whoosh as the door opens up and Connell gets pulled into the pile of skeletons. Oh, God. That are going to wail on you. Everyone rolled good initiative, and this happened. (laughs) One misses. Gets one hit, another miss, another miss, and a crit. Oh, God. So you have two hits, one of which is a crit. They're short swords, so they're stabbing the shit out of you. You take 14 points of piercing damage. Just Does stabbing. it smell worse now? Oh, they smell horrible. No, they like, st- now that shit has fallen out of Connell. Yes, yes. These skeletons, as the door opens, you, you are all hit, except for Ron, with this <laughs> waft of, like, undead mildewy, moldy, oh, rotten stench. Right. And it's especially bad for the uh-huh. bear. Uh-huh. Heightened senses. Mm-hmm. How are you doing there, Connell? Are you still alive? Oh, God, guys, help! Okay. All right. Back up to the top of hell. Connell is currently prone on the floor getting stabbed. Can I reach in and tug him out? Sure. Make a strength check with athletics. And this is opposed. I may end up spending... Do I have to spend creation before or after? Can I spend it after I roll? You spend it after you roll. Okay. I, I allow it to spend uh, it after Yeah, roll. I'm going to spend it. Okay. <laughs> what, what was the number? What was the number? An eight. Before I tell you the result, do you want to spend your inspiration? Um, Look at Adam's poker face. It's important. I, I, I said I was going to do it. Okay. And yeah. so I, you know, I'm going to do it spend because it. I rolled under... Spend it. Now, you, now, if it's lower, you can take the right. eight. Uh, twelve. Okay. Twelve. Um, the the skeleton that had pulled the door open and the other one that grabbed Connell uh, loses its grip because its its bony fingers are slippery and slick, and so Connell's arms slide deftly out of its grip and into yours, and you are able to pull yeah. him back. Basically, do I take damage from this? No, you don't, because you did not move under your own power. That is not what an opportunity attack. By rules as written consist of. You didn't move yourself. You didn't move yourself. You did not spend movement. In so, terms of how spiky... No, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm not making spiky hands. No, he's... Okay. Yeah. So what I want to do is, like, stand in the doorway, <clears throat> move him over here... Yeah, okay. And, yeah, that's fine. like, you position my, the shield up so that I'm, like... Of course. Oh, God, yeah. it hurts so much and smells so bad. Yeah, it's... Man, it sucks. Oh, man. Who's up? Savara. Okay, so now you know shit's going down. I know shit's going down. In an earlier round. Uh, you're going to have to help me refresh my memory with... Bear in mind, right now, as you're positioned, open. you're not going to be able to see any of them. So it, it's up to Adam. I, I don't know exactly how line of sight works, but you'd have to move yeah. and probably... If you're here, yeah, you're I'm gonna. I'm actually forward. just gonna move into the, into line of sight. I'm not. You can gonna... walk and open the other door and shoot them. Oh, that's right. <laughs> All in, in one move. Yeah, because opening the door is part of your move action. If you see me, can see you. Hold on. Can you move? Do your action and then move again. Yes, you can so, split your movement. Yes. Yeah, so you, oh. You can't like open the door, <laughs> cast your spell, what do and I then do? close it. I don't think because you can't close it, but you can run away. Adam, yeah. what, so you what, could what like open it, throw a these, spell, and then run. These, does Ront see Savara regard the doors with concern? Yeah. I mean, like, are you like looking at the door, trying to decide should I open it, should I not? No, I'm gonna cast burning hands. Okay. So you uh, open the door and you cast Burning Hands. So they make uh, what? a dexterity, a dexterity saving throw. throw. Mike, I'm still going to have to have you make it because you're only partial cover, but you okay. still get you get advantage on that. All right. Yes. 17. You pass. Is it pass or half damage? It's half as much damage on a successful okay. one. Cool. Mike, no. Okay. You have two fails and one pass. So 3d6. Nine. Okay. You take four. 
And the two skeletons, two of them take nine, one takes four. Who's is that? And then what? What do you do? Do you do you run away from there, or what do you do? You start start I wanna I wanna come like by the wall, cause see how there's a space. All right, so you're backing up against. The, yeah, the yeah, just to kind of like kind of, kind of see. Okay. Tessa, up. you're up. What do you want to do as a bear? Well, I get there first. All right, so Savara, as soon as you run away, back up against the coatal a statue. You see this brown bear erupt out of the doorway you just walked out of and run into here. <laughs> like how the bear is a weird And and, and its ass bear. is just <laughs> and its ass is kind of just halfway sticking out the door. <laughs> I start giggling. Tessa, what do you do? It's multi attack. Okay. So I'm gonna roll first for bite. So yeah, it looks like there's two of them that you can hit. Oh okay. no. Well, if you roll a three A C two. A C of two. No. <laughs> Alright, so bite misses, roll for claw. Yeah. Damn. Sixteen? Yeah. Alright. Sixteen. Kind of. Put that die over here. Bad die. Sixteen hits. Two D six. Four plus four. So eight. Yes. So you do eight damage to one of the ones in front, left or right. Alright. As your claw sweeps down on the lizard folk skeleton, you literally clatter all the bones apart and it falls down. Which one? The one closest to you. Yes, and they literally just clash up against the other skeleton and just rattle along the stone floor. Wrong. All right, I move here. Mm-hmm. Can I see past the bear? Can you I can aim inside see. the room? You you can lob one over the top of the bear. Can't really see inside. Except, well, you can see over the head of the bear. So yeah, you can see inside the room. I like hop. I can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hop. Uh, so I reach into my pack, mm-hmm. and for the first time in like. An entire arc. Mm-hmm. I reach into my pack and pull out Alchemist's Fire and lob it over the bear. Ideally, at a point which won't hurt Tau right. or the bear. Ideally, where I can hit the three. Okay, yeah. They make death saves. Death save. The DC is. 13, I think. Yes, that's correct. Alright, one saves, two fail. The one that saves takes no damage. The ones that fail take 1d6. Oh. Hey guys, I'm rolling damage for the first time in like Ever. a year. Never. <laughs> Ever, actually. Jumanji rolls. <laughs> it was a three. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I called Jumanji rolls to like re-roll the thing. Okay. It was a and, one. It, and it ended up being a one. One damage. The fire just sort of chars them, their bones a bit. It doesn't... I mean, it does damage, but you think it's probably just pouring, maybe because of the bear. I blame the bear. All right, Connell, you are in pain. You're in the way. <laughs> no, I'm up the whole door. I know. Like, <laughs> you try being so fat. There's nowhere. There's nowhere. Like you could so have picked anything I else. I just to dragged be. you over there. So first thing is I get up. I am moving. So, so one, the one first day, angle, one back. Two. So I'm two squares behind Hal. So you're two squares behind. Hal. Does he have shots past Hal? It's it's gonna be a disadvantage uh, if you're trying to hit the one pass because they have cover in front of Alexa. But if you want to take a shot at one of the skeletons inside, yes, you can. Go for it. Yeah. I feel like that's the lowest, but oh, I could be wrong. God damn it. Three. Well, plus Wait. your, your, yeah, so like five plus, plus six. six. Plus so six 11. is 11. Total? Yeah. You're very careful not to hit how. But when you lose your arrow where you thought the skeleton was going to be, you just realize the complicated movement of the combat going on in front of you just sort of messed up your timing. That's and it flies well. way, way far, bounces off the wall, and lands into the wash basin that they crawled out of. Well, guys, I tried. The skeletons go. Two of them walk towards the bear. And the other two uh, start to crowd the doorway. 
trying to get in past and like beat Halexen down. I mean, that's all they can do. Uh, you guys have basically got them in a good position. The bear gets attacked. Tries to be stabbed. Uh, the 13 hits you. Take five piercing damage. And the three doesn't do anything. The other two skeletons attack half. And one of them gets disadvantaged because it's sort of having to attack around a corner. And it's half cover. So we're going to roll for that one because I have two dice anyway. He super misses. And the one directly in front of you rolls five. And I'm going to repost him. Cool. Yeah. What does that do? When a creature misses you with a melee attack, you can use a reaction to expend one superior die and make a melee weapon attack against it. Okay, cool. Spending a die, making a melee weapon attack. 16. Cool, you hit. And then I get to add the superior die to the damage. Oh, shit. That's a 1d8 and another 1d8. 12. All right, how do you how do you want to kill the skeleton that you just killed? I'm going to knock his skull mm-hmm. off so that it hits the one behind him. Just like, bonk! And then basically like <laughs> smash him with the shield. Nice, nice. And the bones go scattering in an explosion. And it's, it's kind of hilarious because the skeleton that got knocked in the head knocks its skull off and the lizard skull skeleton that you knocked sort of replaces. <laughs> it's, is it facing backwards? It's facing backwards. Sort of replaces that skeleton's head to the point where it's just like a domino of skeletal heads. All right, Savara, what are you doing? Moving on back in her. That that door is open, right? Yeah, that yeah, door is open. Can, if I wanted to cast me. a firebolt, because that doesn't cross anything, does it have like an aiming type to like? Yeah, yes, it do. It, it does. You, it do. You, ha- you have you have an attack roll you have to make. Now, the same rules applies with Connell. You're standing behind Alexan, so they have cover. You're gonna have to sort of like roll this with disadvantage. Which one do you want to attack? This one, or do you want to move over here and attack this one? That. All right. So you want to attack the other one that's facing down. How? Yeah. Alright, the one with the backwards skull. Go ahead and roll me two d20. A two. A two plus your... Oh, spell attack bonus? Spell plus attack. six. Okay. Plus six. So, yeah, okay. so... Uh, same, same thing as before, uh, except your fire bolt goes way low. Uh, Alexan has his arm raised, so you thought, shoot low. Yeah. And it would have hit the skeleton, but it just goes singeing into the, the watery, mildewy, moldy wall. Okay. All right, Tessa. Try it again. Are you multi-attacking? Yeah. Are you still trying to hurt me? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Plus five. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there we go. So with an okay. 11, it doesn't hit. But go ahead with the claw. Also 11. Same thing. So, all right, so two 11s. Didn't make it past the AC. Uh, Ront. I can see the arrangement of skeletons in there. Yes, you can see the arrangement of skeletons I in there. I try to pitch to hit two of them. Okay. In front of the bear? In front of the bear, but not including the bear. Like, behind yes. the skeletons. All right, cool. They roll their deck saves. 13, 12. One passes, one fails. 1d6. Two. Lose. I'm helping, guys. Okay. Two. Gotcha, gotcha. Damage over time. Yeah. Sure. That's what we mean when we say damage over time. Yes. <laughs> Connor, you now have two people in front of Or I guess if she moved out of the way. Yeah, it looks like she it, It's still just Hal in front of me. It's yeah, still just Hal. I don't want to risk hitting Hal. Only if you roll a one. 5%. All right, I'm going to take a shot diagonally at the skeleton in front of Tessa. Okay, cool. So you sidle on over and uh, whip out that bow. Disadvantage. Hal is still is... Yes, Hal is still in front of you, so roll at disadvantage. <laughs> The total. He hits Hal. about 5%. Oh, Hal. <laughs> Go ahead and roll me the 1d8. Gerald. I'm going to repulse. I have the roll. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh-huh. Yeah, I still have inspiration. I can't actually do that. Wait, uh, you have inspiration? Uh, yeah. How does that interact with this advantage? After having rolled. After having rolled. I'm going to say you get to re-roll the one that 
That was the lowest one. In fact, <laughs> Shut that, up, don't you say it last time. It kind of messed me up. It's, it's not, not a one. one. <laughs> uh, what's the what's the total bonus? Uh, archery thing ten. Doesn't hit. Still same bounces off the wall. Ten percent. Just like over here. just like not effective. It's unfortunate. Sorry. Skeletons go. Skeletons roll. Try and hit the bear. Skeletons hit the bear. One skeleton's hit the bear. Hits the bear for five more piercing damage. One skeleton tries to hit. How? It doesn't move. Yeah, it can probably move too. Yeah, it moves. It doesn't matter because it rolled a two. So it does not hit Hal. And Hal, you're up. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Yeah, I will eat it. The bear can't. <laughs> you just gotta bear through it. Bear with it. Get out. Bring and bear it. There you go. Uh, it's 13. 13 hits. Only damage. Hell yeah. Seven. Cool. Seven, it's still up. You've lopped one of its arms off, but not the arm holding the short sword, unfortunately. Uh, that's not one that took damage earlier? That then is one that took damage. They've all taken I'm going to step back, and I know that, that it gets a an attack of opportunity on me. Okay. It does go to swing at you with its newly only one. Well, okay. It misses seven. Because magic. Because, <laughs> because. No, because it rolled a seven. All right, Savara. Firebolt. Firebolt, go ahead. You, you, you. you. And I don't have, I just roll one, right? You just roll one now. They're all in the door. Twelve. Lock them up. Oh, twelve plus. Plus your thing. Oh, you hit him. Go ahead and roll me fire damage. Roll that one. One d10. Seven. Seven points. All right. I was attacking the, this one. The The one in in the doorway. doorway. That was, that just attacked Hal. Lost its arm. Okay. Congratulations on your first kill. How do you want it to fucking die? This is the one with the skull backwards, by the way. <laughs> I, I am for its neck. So right. the flames kind of like... Just reach kind of, the head. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you get this really cool, like, Ghost Rider yes, image yes. going on as the firebolt reads its skull. And then slowly the skull sort of evaporates into dust and ash <sighs> as much as bone can because Pretty. it's fucking magical fire. Listen, there are bones that are like thousands upon thousands of Yes. Bones. So something about your fireball breaks the magic that was keeping this undead creature together. Peace. And it just crumples into nothing. And dead. So now we have two more. Tessa. Eat them. Eat them. Eat up. them. Well, it's that. All right, so the bike misses. Go ahead and roll for claw. The rolls are unbearable. All right, that's a two. She's putting another <laughs> dice into... Uh, we need into, a box of shame. Into the box of shame. We need a box of shame. We need a box of shame. She's okay. putting on the windowsill. We'll let it sit out and stare in the street and think of what it did. In the <laughs> fridge behind the dropped can of Coke. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Rot. The crisper of shame. Fire. Fire? You alchemical do another alchemi- alchemical fire? All right. One definitely passes. One fails. That's another two. <laughs> Damn Joe time, man. Um, this is... Listen, I'm doing work. Wait, yeah. wait, which... I don't know. Okay. So, <laughs> one of them, the slow singeing over time, charring over time, actually does destroy one of the skeletons. Like... Did I get one? You got one. Just collapses. Just kind of, yeah. The... Whatever ligaments are left of the skeleton, the fire sort of eats away the things that are Our holding it together. Ligaments left. <laughs> yeah, the things that are holding it together. I mean, there seems to appear to be one skeleton standing in front of the bear, Connell. And I have a clear shot at it because how move back? Is that cover? And you 
can yeah you actually are here so can you move you you, actually, you can move i would move to get a better shot on it because you're kind of still on the here. other side of the doorway no. you can move into the washroom and then back away from the skeleton without having shot. an opportunity attack I, I move into the washroom mm -hmm. and then facing the skeleton walking backwards i move one five feet away from uh -huh. it okay, and then i take a shot at it go ahead and fire Plus, I hit it. Yes. Plus some stuff. What, what's the what's the just name? What's, it, what, what's your attack mod? It's like plus six. So, so probably like four and two. Plus one. Plus two proficiency. Plus okay. two attack. Yeah. Two, oh, plus, plus his dex. Is eight. Uh, so he has plus eight to hit. Oh. Twenty-six. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you hit it. Roll, roll me the damn, the damn mad. The damn damn. Is it damn, the damn. Is it the D D H. It's a D H. Roll me letters, please. <laughs> C. C. You rolled a C, but at least you didn't roll an A. Four. Four plus four is eight. eight. All right. <laughs> huh. Huh. You get a plus four? Yeah, plus four. Shit. His dex mod is four. I didn't fucking forgot, forgot that shit. All right. Um, uh, fucking tell me He's how just you been missing. Skeleton. He's just been missing. The one, tell me so I shoot it right in the lower lumbar, like right in the very bottom of the spine that mm -hmm. connects it to the pelvic area, mm -hmm. and it just completely falls apart. So as it falls apart, you're left with the shuffling pelvics with like legs still attached. <laughs> Please tell me the arrow's like sticking out. The arrow's sticking out of it, <laughs> okay. and it sort of shuffles over and topples back into the uh, wash basin. And con that combat's over. Congratulations Jesus. on surviving the first one. I barely survived <laughs> that, that was, one. That was like so unnecessary. Connell, come here. You look rough. Connell, come here. I got a little bone back there. You did it. I, I reach into my pack and give Connell a healing draft, yeah. allowing him to, for the only time today, for Connell, um, to heal 2d8 damage. Okay. Hey. Go ahead and roll 2d8. You roll that, right? No, you do no, it. You, oh, I do. Okay. you drink it. Seven. Plus seven. Mm -hmm. And six. Hey, that's good. Thirteen. Thirteen. That's so, good. Yeah. Oh, is there any bonus one. to that? No. Okay. No. That's all but one. It's just 2d8. <laughs> Can I eat the berry to just get that one back? Yeah, you as long as you make sure you know you cast well, good berry. Yeah, that's the thing. You're gonna use up that slot if you haven't cast good berry yet. When like, I cast good berry, I just like I, it keeps like reproducing berries. I'm not sure how that works. You you get ten berries. Total. You get ten that berries. lasts for twenty four hours. You just kind of like open your hands. But if you don't, <laughs> but if you save the slot, you can use it for something else. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I can live without the one hit point. All right, twenty one. In fact, you are right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was that, and you guys are now standing halfway in the library, halfway in the washroom. I'm gonna go look in the washroom. Okay. It's 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 a lot of dirty platterware. Um, it seems like it's halfway straight up just to make sure that there are clean clay dishes for whatever meals uh, the the temple dwellers. It's a practical room. Practical, very practical room. Okay. Um, it does appear that all of the skeletons. There's a lot of gunky, gooey shit in the basins, Ew. which denotes that the skeleton, the bodies were either hidden there or they died there. So they could have been drowned or just put in there to just, you know. Yes. Yeah. So, is it still possible well, to So I just kind of look around and I'm like, well, that's nice. And yeah, I walk nice. back out. Other than that, possible there's, to there's nothing interesting yeah. in this room. Is it possible to identify on the remnants of these things? Yeah, any sweet and, loot? And determine, like, scales? how they were animated? They had short swords. Mm, no, just probably, probably. I just identify bones and I say, these are bones. Yep. Yeah, they're not magical anymore. It's not like a, uh, an animated one would let me fondle it for ten minutes. <laughs> jerk. Well, what, so what, what do the weapons up? actually look like? They, so the weapons are actually interesting. If you look at the short swords they're using, they're more of a weird constructed 
wood and obsidian mesh, kind of like a kind of like an Aztec machoquil, you know, because I like machoquils. Yes. Um, it, they they look sort of primitive. Some of them do, and then there are a couple of weird iron based ones, which denote you know advanced knowledge of metalworks for something that's thousands of thousands. But the same of years basic old. design, like iron teeth, or is it just an iron short sword? It's. It's kind of just an iron short sword of of a weird leaf blade. Uh, if you were familiar with uh, Greek Xephos, yes, there you go. The weird kind of leaf blade shape, and the same thing with the weird obsidian wood shape. They're interesting mix. And there are doors in both rooms that seem to be on the west wall. Is cool. Actually, I, I want to take a couple of these. This is one of each, just as like a trophy. Yeah, sure. Totally, totally. Put it in your pack. There, there's nothing special about them. The iron ones look dilapidated, like, you know, they're rusty. Oh, okay. They've yeah, been I mean, sitting yeah, in some yeah, wash like, and... Yeah, that one I probably actually, you know, just kind of... I'll offer it over to uh, Bartholomew and be like, do you, do you want this for anything? For research purposes, maybe. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll so I'll hand it to him, but I'll keep the, the, the other one. Okay, cool. Thank you. I appreciate it. That was hellacious. I tried to... Hellacious? Hellacious, yes. Mm. Uh, sorry I didn't... Help, I was busy making sure these two guys were okay. And you look over, and for the first time you realize that Tegel and Mulio have been balled in the corner, hugging each other, crying in the fetal position for, like, the entire 30 seconds that this encounter was. Can I prepare a trivial action for the next time we encounter combat? Yeah? What is it? I prepare to yell at Tegel and Mulio to hit the music. Okay. (laughs) Okay, if they're not scared enough to piss their pants. Yeah, sure, they'll play music. Was Garrett still on his shoulder the entire time? Garrett has been hiding underneath a little bitty space in one of your metal plates on your shoulder to, like, safely be out of the way. Where does Seth go when we're fighting? Seth probably, probably stays on the bear. Stays right away on from the bear. Yeah. Just like clinging onto the bear. Like probably a backpack. On the just yeah, like a backpack. My friend just got huge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Help! Help! Um, I don't know. Will you eat me? Please don't eat sh- me. Shall we check the room to the west? I'm not going near this door. All right. Okay. I'll listen. One moment. Wild chip back into me. I'm closer to the door. Okay. Okay. Savara, you open the door and you see a large rectangular table. This appears to be some sort of uh, temple dining room. It's low to the ground. And you don't see any stools or stone chairs. It's like a, a slab that's yes. sort of raised up. So you could probably assume people sat just on their asses on the some floor or whatever. You don't see any cushions anywhere. Probably long gone. Now you see <laughs> on the table clay stone dinnerware just like you saw back in the, mm-hmm. the it's some some bit bronze some bit bronze work yeah. probably for the high priest or like whatever royalty came to visit the temple at the time you also see that on this platterware are just like dusty remains awful and refuse and things yes. that have been eaten partially eaten not eaten you don't want to eat it don't don't eat the stuff don't on the table eat it. And that's it. That's all there's in this room. Carrying on. Okay. Through the next door. Uh, there are another set of double doors off in the corner. And when you open that door past the dining room, you get into a larger version of one of these priests' quarters, of these temple dwellers. You can see there a stone bed place. You can see a desk. You can see 
a, a stone thing jutting out from the wall that you could make out to be some sort of rudimentary lectern. Uh, there's a stone curved stone seat, and you do see a holy symbol of the same winged coaddle. And I'm you take can, that. Yeah, sure, okay. You take it. This one's a little bit fancier. A little bit fancier. It's made out of serpentine jade because that's the mm. first gemstone I can think of that comes to my name, and also snakes. Made out of serpentine jade, so probably worth probably about mm, 10, 15 gold pieces. Yep, I take it. What, what, what do uh, Tegel and Julio think of that? They, they're still bald in the corner. They haven't seen, <laughs> as far as they know, there's, there's nothing in this temple but death. So I, they may try and book it out of here. I don't know. We'll have to see what happens next. There was a gecko. It was alive. Oh, yeah, gecko's alive. Uh, oh, death Ge- and weird psychic geckos. <clears throat> yes, sir. Other than that, when you get to the other end of the room, it's basically, it opens up to a hallway that curves around a bit. Are people, like, following yeah. me? Yeah. Are going? Okay. I'm just going. <laughs> yes. So as, you, so as you explore a little bit, Savar, you find that this hallway leads both to the room that you guys fell into slash repelled into, and also a set of stairs that goes down. I mean, I'm interested in exploring the rest of this floor before going down the stairs. Okay. I go around, I look I look at everyone, I say, well, I don't know about you guys, but I want to see what else is on this floor. Yeah. You know there's there's at least another top half. If you want to head up all the way to the uh, to the rest of the top half of this pyramid, or the, the southern half, I guess, yeah. northern half, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That. so that's what I sure. say. I'm like, yeah. you guys are welcome. Sounds sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you very, very much for your help, though. Well, of course! I knew you needed my help. So you guys head back up into the room that you guys fell into. And you go to explore the more northern half of this of this tier. And as you walk up the hallway a bit, you notice more hieroglyphs about daily temple-dwelling life. And you see, for sake of time, you find three other rooms that you could possibly enter. There's one at the very far end of this hallway. One in the middle, and one closest to you that you're standing right next to. And there are doors. And there are doors. They're all yes. doors. They're all doors. Room. All right, someone else's turn. All right. Oh, well. Open door number two. Open door number two. Behind door number two, you find a storage room. Uh, this seems to be where they kept all the food that they prepped in the kitchen. From all this exploration on this floor, you gather that this is basically where some of the higher-ranking priests live ate and did their daily uh, monk studies uh, where they did most of the worshipping and such. So this temple is less of just a sacred place and used to have a a functioning presence uh, within the city. Might have even been a place of governance, you don't know. Bartholomew also has no clue because he's very unfamiliar with this culture, with this specific culture. He knows a lot about lizard folk. But more and more that you explore, you realize this isn't normal lizard folk. In fact, the skeletons that you've encountered didn't seem like they were of the same genetic species. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, you open that door. It's basically just a big old storage, and everything in there. Yeah. Give it, you know, give it a look. Give it a look. Nothing important. Rotten beddings, things like that. And then there are two more doors. Let's go to the one on the end, guys. <laughs> one on the to end? the end! Okay. Open the one on the end. It is bare-ass empty, except mm-hmm. all along the ground, it seems to be covered in, the, in some sort of green material. Can I light it on fire? Do you want to light it on fire? It seems Ron has are you, no are you asking us? <laughs> Ron told us not to light it on fire first. Quick breaking things. We don't know what the shit is or does. Does it look slimy? It looks slimy. 
and oozy and just nasty. I would... Yes, I would like it on fire. I'm on fire! <laughs> and in an I... instant, the whole floor is cleared of the dangerous poisonous green slime. Hey! And in the room is just empty. You discovered probably just the only stupidest just walk in. Hey, let's walk into the room trap I have. So there cool you go. Show. There you go. That's a cool light show. There oh, you go. Thanks, guys. Yeah. It, it looks like there might have been shelves here. If there's like stone shelves here, they're empty. Nothing in here. Uh, slime probably just took up residence hoping for someone to just walk in over the <laughs> Poor years. slime. Poor murdered it. Yeah. Oh, Jewy Blex will be very mad at you. Um, oh, God. <laughs> yes. Um, even more to loses. Um, See the last door? Last door. The, the last, last door. door, the middle door. You open the door, and you're greeted with stacks and stacks and stacks of perfectly perfect condition crates with fairies sitting on top of them. And they're all chatting and having a good time. And then you open the door, and they kind of look at you. And everyone is surprised. <laughs> uh, yes. And they all start chatting, and, like, they were not expecting that anyone would show up. Because they're fucking fairies. Excuse us. They, Terribly sorry to interrupt. Yes. They start chatting to each other in a language you don't understand. But I can cast a spell. You want to cast your spell to understand what they're saying? Last for an hour, so... Sure. Can... I'm casting Comprehend Languages. Okay. So for about an hour, you can understand and everything. Everything, anyone. Can you speak the same language, or do you know if you can? You can. Uh, can you do? You know I don't can... know that. I think I just understand. Okay. I um. Speak. I think you can understand. I don't know if you can speak. As soon as you cast it, you realize. Oh, look at the spiky one. He looks really weird. That one's really tall. And they're all talking very fast, high pitch, trying to figure out: Are they dangerous? They're gonna kill us. Should we kill them? Should we? Should we like play tricks on them? Should we fly away? Like they're all trying to figure out what the hell's going on. And they do sort of stop and say, when you say, excuse us, no, oh no, he's talking to us, oh god, he wants to talk, the spiky wants to talk, it's so awkward, oh no, what do we do? I'm giggling incessantly. Yes, and they realize you can kind of understand them now, that they, that you figured it out, and they're like, oh no, oh, oh, oh look, the devil girl, the devil girl can understand us, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, do you think she's going to try and trick us, do you think she's going to try and capture us, what's she doing, what's she doing, what's she doing now? I just kind of look at them and I wave. They wave back. And then there's an awkward moment where no one says anything. <laughs> I believe we... I've been sent here to talk to the god of the temple. Would you happen to know which way that is? They all... They all look at each other. And they start laughing. And, and you hear them say, God of the temple? God, there's a god at the temple. We would know if there's a god at the temple. Gods at the temple, please. God of the temple? Yes, the god that the temple was booked for. What's the name again? I can never Uptau. remember. Uptau. Uptau. You say Uptau? Yeah. Uptau. So you're Uptau. here to... Uptau. The all, you, you now can all hear, because there's no Sylvan translation for Uptau. They'll say Uptau, Uptau, Uptau. <laughs> so you were here Sorry. to talk to the god of the temple. On behalf of the, on behalf of the tribe of, insert lizard folk, uh, chieftain's name that I Yeah, uh, oh god, what is his name? Yeah, the those are folk chieftains. Try the Yultat. Yultat. They say that there's no god here. Really? Yeah, no, no god. No god. Quaddle? Quaddle. They all look at each other in Quaddle. Quaddle kind of grin when they all say Quaddle. 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 They kind of they kind of look at you guys now as soon as they start saying Quaddle and they kind of smile. No. No wait. 
Do I have any kind of like intuition to like like thought that oh maybe I should pull up the stat like connection? Oh, I wonder if that's connected to the statue, like the 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 little. You want to pull out the holy symbol? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would pull up. I would pull out the statue and show it to them. And they look. They all point and say, "Quadle all at the same time." <sighs> I knew this wasn't a phoenix. 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 Ah, and they all start laughing. God damn it. Do you guys want to try and check out the crates at least? Or do you think they're, they'll get angry if we just start rifling through their stuff? Uh, no, I wouldn't mess with the fairies, man. Well, I mean, they're not, they're not hurting anyone. Yeah, just leave them alone. Terribly sorry to have disturbed you. They, they, they all kind of stand on the crates and take a little bow. <laughs> and then they kind of fly the fuck off through a little hole, a tiny little hole about six inches square. Uh, and just fly through it, and you can see that there is light pouring through that hole. I should have mentioned that earlier. Oh. Yeah, uh, from the outside. Uh, Geront, have you ever seen those fairies? Yeah, they're kind of chill. I, they ride me sometimes. I tell them not to. Oh, well, that's very rude, isn't it? Yeah, well, they're fairies. What do you expect? Sorry, don't mean to be like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I go over now and investigate the crates. Okay, you find fireworks in the crates. Oh. Jackpot! No! Jackpot! So, fireworks. How many fireworks can we fit in your holding? I'll take some too. Matter. I take as many as I can hold. I'm so excited. Okay. Do they work? No! You find that there are four crates with working fireworks. Out of those crates, you get two Roman candles. So, each take one. I just want it. I just want one piece. Three charges of flash powder. Ooh, I want the flash powder. You can have it all. Okay. I just want one piece so I can steal their secrets. Yes. Three sky rockets. I want two of those. Alright, I'll take the third. <laughs> Ron still hasn't gotten anything. <laughs> I just reach into the sky rocket and I just pick up like one like like one thing off the end of like. I didn't the first thing. Get one of those little, little snapper poppers. Yeah. <laughs> In nine strings of small firecrackers. No, now these fireworks don't do any damage, they just make a lot of noise, smoke, bright lights, and they, they don't cause blindness. And they're, just, they, they, they're just good for diversions. Like, signaling diversions, shit like that. Right. I take the crackers and, 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 and or, like one of like literally one I of take them two. and and, and yeah, throw it away for safekeeping. Six more to Divi. Alright, I'll okay. take for us. While you guys are doing that, that's basically it on this floor that you found. Yeah, that seems like that was a good find. But why were fairies guarding firecrackers? Maybe it was just a chill room. Maybe just a chill room, you know? Fireworks and chill. <laughs> that sounds legit. Yeah. So you guys head towards the stairs. Show to next place. We'll check out. You guys heading down to third tier. Things get harder because obviously. Mm-hmm.